Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olsen Show, episode number 54 on 54, 53, 54. What is it? 54 on Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. I'm your host, Trevor Olsen. Good to be here. As always, ladies and gentlemen, what's crackety lacking? When I can't feel you, I feel out of touch. Two seconds without you, like two months. Don't want to close my eyes, I'm scared I'll miss too much. Don't want to fall asleep, I'd rather fall in love. Cause eternity with you ain't long enough. Two seconds without you is like two months. And that's too much. <clears throat> Bieber's new album is out. Crushing it. Shocker. Never could, who would have guessed that he would have had a number one album? Never would have seen that coming. Uh, it's like his eighth, 88th number one album, I think. Uh, 12 billion streams the first day. $100 million made in the first hour. And uh, he's, he's crushing it. No, his album's good. I like it. like it a lot. I've been listening to it a good bit. I also like his live... Uh, his live... Tra- we're recording, right? Oh, yeah. His live tracks. I like his live tracks that he put up on his YouTube channel. They're not really live. They're obviously produced. I think his vocals are live, but they're recorded live. And then he probably did a few takes and stuff like that. So they're not, they're not like live, 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 live. Um, but they sound amazing. He sounds... He sounds fantastic. He sounds so good right now. Um... I don't know what I don't know what it is with vocals. If it's just like a a, a mental thing, a confidence thing, uh, but with vocalists, sometimes like it's like you'll have just you'll just have a good. There's a lot of things that go into having a good gig. It's like you have to be well rested, and you have to not be. You have to be as the least amount possible of stress should be going on, and you should be hydrated. Like there's just a lot of biological factors that go into having a good vocal performance. Like if you're on tour, it's like how many shows are you doing per week? Like are you fatigued? All these different things. And just like any vocalist, I'm just including myself. It's like I I just feel like I've had terrible shows where I'm like, wow, I sounded like shit today. And then other other gigs, I'm like, wow, nailed it. And so he uh, he nailed it in the in these live performances. It was very cool. Yeah, Justin Bieber live from Paris. Uh, I think that's what it's called, something like that. So, yes, as his album, I like it. I'll be honest, as the years go on, I just become more and more of a fan. I really do. Um, I do. I do indeed. Uh, which is funny because I, I think I was uh, in like 2015 or 16, I wrote a song like called To the Top. and I, It's a terrible song in my opinion now. <laughs> Looking back on it, it's horrible. I could be wrong, uh, but I just I just don't really care for my old stuff back in like 2015, 2016. But it still gets like played a little bit. So I, if people like it, I suppose I'll leave it up. But I want to take it down, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, but in that song, I was just like, oh, he sucks. <laughs> now, in hindsight, I'm de- I was definitely just like jealous for sure. Um, but he and it was also when he was going through his uh his phase when he was like pissing in buckets <laughs> a little stressed out at the fact that he's like what was it tw- when he's tw- you know 20 and he's uh you know he's got like a billion dollars whole world uh photographing him every moment the pressure is a little intense he's bound to have a little existential angst so i don't know i just when people don't see it don't th- see how it could be challenging. Like, imagine being the most famous person on the planet at 14. 
and just getting hundreds of millions of dollars all the time, generating hundreds, of, generating billions of dollars, and you you are just you are at the center of this massive machine that is you are now the central the, you know you're keeping it you're keeping the machine going and if you stop like people's livelihoods are now dependent upon you so it's a big thing so people are like oh how come he was so upset and you know oh, poor Bieber with his billions of dollars with his millions of dollars it's like i can only imagine I think Tosh point out, uh, Daniel Tosh rather has a great little bit about him. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's something like, listen, if I, if, if you handed me a hundred million dollars at 20 years old, I would walk out into the streets and I would just shit like, <laughs> and I, yeah, basically saying it's like, yeah, like, you know, if Daniel Tosh was in Bieber's position, he would, he would have done whatever he wanted. He would have been way worse. So yeah, I, I give Bieber massive amounts of credit just because the the eyeballs that are on him and the scrutiny and everything yeah he you just you just have to ignore it all like you just have to completely you have to you know stay online share your stuff share what put out what you want to put out and then just ignore everything else so <clears throat> anyway uh I just I like his stuff and uh yeah I've been listening to that a good good bit other big <clears throat> big news going on in the world Derek Chauvin uh that chauvinistic pig right um just kidding uh well not really what what does chauvinistic mean chauvinistic when I can't feel you I feel out of touch feeling or displaying aggressive or exaggerated patriotism displaying excessive or prejudiced support for one's own cause group or sex it's kind of ironic that his last name is Chauvin you know chauvinistic kind of kind of fits but um Yes, so Chauvin convicted on all charges. Uh, a good thing, I would say. It's pretty, el I, well, it's pretty self-evident. You watch that video, um, the unnecessary force that killed Floyd, on, you know, tragically. Um, yeah, so that, that's been big news. I, I, I really haven't been following the case, um, just because, just focused on other things. Um, and that's something that's out of my control. And uh, I like to focus on things that are in my my in my controllable sphere. And uh, but I'm glad that happened. I'm also glad that happened just for the nation because I thought if if he was to be you know, acquitted or whatever, even if even if he was charged with manslaughter, um, I think Minneapolis would have gone up in flames. I told my friends who lived out there, I was like. If it gets bad out here, come come on by. Like, come on. You can stay here for a weekend or whatever, a week. <laughs> like, oh yeah, when I was out there in Minneapolis just a few weeks ago, I was I was I went to the courthouse, drove past it, and there was three layers of fencing, and barbed wire, and military, and very very serious. And so, I think if the verdict would have gone any other way, people would have been. Uh, furious, and there would have been much like there was social unrest throughout the country when he was killed. That would have, I think, that would have happened all over again, but probably on an even larger scale. So, so that's good news, I think, for the nation. Uh, sucks to be Derek. Uh, more, more than, more than sucks to be Derek. Uh, I should, I probably shouldn't even joke around with him. Uh, no, but like, imagine, like he's the last person on earth. I think. I'd want to be 
because it's like a you get out you're gonna get killed for sure you're, at least you're gonna you're gonna have to go into hiding forever uh your face you're like the most hated person in america at the moment probably the in the world more so america and then b it's like if you go to prison you're going there probably forever and you're probably gonna get killed there too so um yeah not good not good for Derek. absolutely pretty uh like i said he's the last last dude on earth i'd want to be it'd be a crazy crazy uh crazy place to be crazy what one video what one well not what one it was you know a culmination of recorded tragedies that took place over time uh that led to the social unrest but yeah so pretty interesting but again, I also think we need cops and we need law and order. We need good cops. We need good people. Uh, we can't have uh, Chaz in Portland taking over, taking over the, the U.S. of A. Uh, Whitmer's trying to shut down Michigan. Oh, Trevor, this is really sort of a news-oriented podcast today. What's her? What's going on with her? I like I said, uh, Whitmer, Michigan updates. Yeah, I, t- I put I turned on the news the other day, and let's see. Uh, blasts criticism over visiting sick sick father in Florida. Travel outside of Michigan to visit ill father. Okay, well listen, I turned on the news the other day. hadn't watched it in quite a bit, and Whitmer's on there. I, I don't know if I talked about this uh, on Saturday. If I did, you're hearing it again. Uh, if you're on Patreon, sign up on Patreon today. Um, she was, she, she comes on the news and she goes, it's time we start getting really serious. It's, we got to start taking this thing seriously because the numbers in Michigan have gone up drastically. It's the worst in the nation right now. But as far as I'm understanding with my uh, scientific background, uh, anecdotally, the numbers have yes, increased, but the number of deaths are way down. That's what I'm hearing. Don't know. I'm not going to fact check it. Fact checked it. I'm not going to fact check it. You can fact check it. Um, <laughs> but just for her to have the balls to come on and be like, we need to take things seriously. We need to start getting serious. I, I, I was just like, fuck off. Like, yeah, I, I'm not a conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theorist. And I think COVID is real. I had COVID. I don't, I don't, I shouldn't even have to say that. Um, but it's like, we have to open up everything. This country has to open back up. And it's like, if people are scared, they can stay home. But for the people who want to go, go out and resume the freedoms that they once had, uh, and if, you know, if they have to wear a mask, that's fine. Just open things up and, you know, you can <laughs> you walk in with a mask. And then when you sit down at the restaurant, you take it off. So it defeats the purpose anyway so stupid there's so much illogicality that goes with the masks doesn't make any sense it's like if if we're doing masks we're doing them 24 7 when we're outside the our home let's say it's like you're doing them and you're not having them beneath your nose and you never take them off the whole day that's the only way it would maybe kind of work from my understanding but it's so silly it's like oh you gotta walk into a restaurant and Wear the mask, but then when you sit down, you can take it off to eat. But then if you got to go to the bathroom, you put it back on. And it's like when I was in New Orleans, you're looking in all these open bars, and they, you can see hundreds of people in these clubs, 
and no one has a mask on. But they will not let you in unless you're wearing a mask. And so you toss on your mask, you walk in, and then you take one step through the door and you go, whoop. It was like, didn't make any sense. It's all just legal, legal, it's just all bullshit, in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying, again, the virus isn't real. I don't have to say that. I don't even want to talk about the virus. I don't want to talk about it. Why am I talking about it? I guess just because uh, Whitmer, Whitmer, we really need to start getting serious. And she goes to Florida to visit her ill father, which I think she should have the right to do. And I think everybody has the right to do that. All right. Let's not get serious with this podcast. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I also just finished. I watched. Uh, I watched um, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, on Netflix. A well done documentary series. I hadn't really followed any of that. I had heard his name many times, just in the podcast world, on many different podcasts. He was a topic of conversation obviously. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a well done documentary. You know, I'm definitely much more informed. Crazy how this dude just from the get go was just a bad dude. As far as all the money that he, all the wealth that he accrued over time, he did it all illegally. He, He manipulated everybody. He stole it. He stole $46 million from the dude who owned Victoria's Secret and all these other businesses. He was very, very intelligent, but that doesn't mean that you are a good person. A lot of things, a lot of people think, a lot of things, a lot of things, people, a lot of people think that, and I used to as well, um, up until recently, that if you're intelligent, you'll do the right thing. But actually, if you're intelligent and you're just a bad person or you've you know you've chosen to go down there down that route it just makes you all the more dangerous so that's a great example epstein's a great example of that as far as he was very intelligent he was very charismatic he was good looking he's kind of he can you if you're good looking you can get away with shit uh it's like ted bundy it's like nobody sus- suspected him because he was articulate and good looking um same with same with uh epstein you know, before, once, but then once you got to see his true character, you know, you steered clear of him, to say the least. But it's just interesting how uh, you can be, you can get away with shit when you're good looking. Just like that model dude. There's a great little article that I read. It was called, what was it? The Unfairness of Hot, The Unfairness of Being Hot by Mark Manson. Something like that. Do you guys remember that, that dude who got arrested, who was in a gang, uh, who had that like teardrop on his face? He was a beautiful man. They <laughs> snapped his picture and it went viral online. And now he's just this model. (laughs) There's a perfect example of the unfairness of beauty. Let's see if I can find it. Unfairness of being hot, Mark Manson. Something like that. Uh, Come on, where is it? I'll go to his website. Mark Manson. Maker Manson. That's just what I typed in twice. Mark Manson. Yeah, the unfair life advice that doesn't suck. I'm definitely a fan of his. Okay, let's look. I want to search his website. Come on now. Come on, baby. Come on, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Articles. Complete archive. There we go. Search. 
uh, hot. Yes. Let's see if it comes up. <laughs> Come on. Why isn't it popping up? Unfair. I read it from him. Unfairness of being hot. Yay, nay. What the hell? What is going on? What the heck? What the heck, guys? Mark Manson. I don't see it. I don't see it. Never mind. But he wrote a great little article, which apparently no longer exists. Uh, just kind of detailing how uh, it's. It was in his uh, in his in his newsletter that I sign up for every that I receive every Monday. Uh, he's he's one of the main reasons why I started doing the Monday morning message. Which, if you're interested in receiving, you can go to uh, trevorolson.com/slash. I don't know. Just type in Trevor Olson newsletter sign up. It'll it'll pop up. But uh, where was I going with all of that? Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Uh, he, just from the get-go, he lied on his resume to become, I think he was a teacher. He, if I'm remembering correctly, he was a, uh, I don't know, he taught at some, some sort of prestigious school. And he just lied. He just totally made up his, he went to college for one year, I think it was one year, and he didn't get a degree. And then he was just like, fuck it, I'll just pretend. <laughs> and he did that. And he just kind of pretended his way through life. And then he, through uh, nefarious means, he began to corrupt people and blackmail people. And he acquired billions of dollars, which is crazy. Talk about a go-getter in a very negative way. A very negative go-getter. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite interesting to see. And then, you know, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't looked into the whole, you know, Epstein didn't kill himself thing. Um, as I'm sure most of you remember, that was a big thing. Like Epstein didn't kill himself. Every, everybody was saying that after just, just randomly at the end of like, normal posts on Instagram. But so he, you know, of course, maybe he was murdered with that huge, his huge cell roommate and his man, I think his lower mandible was broken. And they said that doesn't happen when you hang yourself or it rarely happens. I could be wrong. Um, if like his mandible, if that's what was broken, but he signed his, he, he made a will or he finished his will two days before he died. So it, that to me was like, Oh, he knew he was going to die or he knew he was going to kill himself. Something like that it could be, it could have, maybe it could have been like, well, I'm getting, I'm for sure. I'm not, you know, I'm really in the pinch. I'm really in a pinch now. Can't skedaddle my way out of this one because he totally did that for a decade. He just he owned he yeah he owned the police department. He owns he was such a mass manipulator, and he had so much power and so much wealth. And he just he really did he used it all to uh, to his advantage um, from a power standpoint. And so, but he, yeah, two days before he died, he signed his will. And basically it was, they just, they said it was like one big final fuck you to the victims because obviously the victims are looking for, or at least their attorneys are looking for financial compensation. You know, he, Jeffrey Epstein did these horrible things to these women. These women deserve to be compensated. Jeffrey Epstein is a billionaire. Boom. Let's get these ladies some money. I agree. They should get some money. Um, 
and but then he he did something in his will where he he essentially tied up his finances or he he i don't know he you know he he what you know i am giving my estate to xyz i think he gave it to his brother i might be wrong with that too but it was 577 million dollars a little bit of money 577 mil um to uh, yeah let's pretend let's say his brother because i'm gonna say i remember and so that is going to make it much more difficult for the victims to get financial compensation so i yeah it was just it was an interesting documentary um yeah it's pretty pretty gross as far as this old dude young young i mean kids really kids you know like 14 15 16 year olds um it's one thing if you're, well, even because some of the victims were in their 20s. And in my head, I was like, oh, well, I mean, but they're of age. But then they went, and, you know, it was it wasn't consens- consensual. So I was like, oh, OK. So he was just he was horrible. He was raping people and raping women. And uh, yeah, and, yeah, he just and it was such a gross amount of women. It was just like hundreds over the years. Um, and he was just very good at spotting their weaknesses. A lot of these women were, uh, living on the streets, like run, run away. A lot of them were runaways, like kids who were running away from home because they had a terrible home life or they had an abusive stepfather, whatever, whatever may be going on. And they, so they're on the streets, they might have a drug problem and, and they hear that they can make a couple hundred dollars of easy money massaging this old dude you know, in Palm Beach, Florida, and Epstein, again, so manipulative, but he was, he was wise in the sense that he would try to, he would, wise in his own, his own eyes, he, you know, he would get these girls to bring all their friends, and like, yep, like, and he would just give everyone 200 bucks, like, here's 200 bucks, and oh my god, $200 to a a four, you know, a 15-year-old who's, uh, just run away from home. That's a lot of money, and that's a big deal. And a lot of these 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 victims would just keep coming back, which is, um, it's really sad because, okay, I mean, my God, you don't know what's going on at fifteen. If you're a fifteen year old, especially just as a fifteen year old woman, vulnerable to this older, brilliant, manipulative man, brilliant in the sense that he can take over control uh in the conversation he's very manipulative how many times have i said it um so it was it was a good documentary but yeah just also very again there's just so much terrible shit always going on in the world but we gotta stay positive guys um (laughs) stay positive no it's uh it's important you don't you don't be you, you know you should know what's going on in the world to some to a certain degree I'm just, I'm amazed at people who are hyper-informed of so much that's going on through, throughout the world. They, they just have a really good comprehensive understanding of most things happening. I don't. I told my sister the other day, I, all, all these brilliant, smart people I listen to, if they've made me realize one thing, they've made me realize that I'm a fucking idiot uh, <laughs> in comparison. Um but that's okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not an intellect. I'm not an intellectual. I'm striving for a more comprehensive understanding of life and of knowledge and of all these things. And I think I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say negative things about myself. But 
Um, yeah, just when you hear, you know, these brilliant, brilliant people who are just really smart at, a, you know, from a really young age, you go, oh man, okay, you guys are really fucking smart. Like, better hear, listen, better at least hear what they have to say. Um, like, I'm trying to read. I try to. I should try harder. I'm trying to read Nietzsche's Beyond Good and Evil, and I've listened to maybe an hour of it, not even half hour of it, 45 minutes of it. I have gotten nothing out of it. <laughs> Because it, it's like I'm listening and it just goes in one ear and it goes out the other and I, compre- I comprehend no, none of it. And I, I, I showed Allie, my sister, some of it too. I was like, just try to listen to this for a minute. And, I'll, and fortunately, I didn't feel too... Uh, fortunately, she, she struggled to understand as well. Uh, so it made me feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if she would have been like, oh yeah, that's really easy to understand, Trevor. I'd have been like, oh shit. It's just me. But... It's good to, uh, I, th- I think Mark Manson really kind of nailed, and, and he, Mark Manson was on Jordan Peterson's podcast, and they talked about how maybe one of the reasons why Max uh, Manson's book, the subtle, you know, Subtle Art, was so successful was that he's writing it in the zone of proximal development, meaning the average person can understand it, but it's still a little, it's still maybe slightly intellectually challenging. Maybe. But there's also a lot of humor thrown into it as well. And he says, fuck, a billion times. It's in the title. So, but then you like, then you listen to, you know, or you read Peterson's books. What's interesting that I find with Jordan Peterson is I can listen to him lecture all day. and, And just, and really never get bored with it. I can listen to him for hours and hours and hours. And he's so he, he he's such a good speaker. He's so interesting. But then when he he's reading his book, you know, Beyond Order or Twelve Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos, I struggle more with those books because they're much more. I don't know if it's just that when he's reading them, there you lose you know it's a, it's a you lose a sense of of the performance aspect of it because when he's on stage he's it's like he's improvising he's almost like a comic or an entertainer like an intellectual commentator not commentator intellectual comic um speaker and and so when it's his book it's just it's it's more rigid and he's just reading um and i have a harder time understanding it um i don't know why but i can listen to him lecture all day Never get bored with it. But then when I try to listen to his book, I really, really have to focus and pay a lot more attention. Um, which is probably, well, I'm sure it's a good thing. I'm sure it's a good thing to be paying attention. So, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to, I'm re-listening to one of his lectures, which I think is brilliant. It's his analysis of Pinocchio. And he, I think he just does such an excellent job of, of he goes so far beneath the surface. Because you can watch Pinocchio, and you'll understand it, and it'll, it'll make sense to you. The average person will just look at it. You know, it's a good, great story. It's lasted. And But then Jordan Peterson will just... He literally goes through every scene. He And, he, and the underlying symbolism and all these different messages that are trying to be portrayed through each scene. And how nothing of nothing is accidental... It's just really, really great, in my opinion. 
I think it's excellent. I've listened to there's it's a three part lecture series, and each 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 part is roughly two to two and a half hours. And I mean, I've listened to uh, like yeah, I've, this is my second time listening to it, so it takes like six hours, a little more to listen to it all. And uh, I can listen to it like that. Like that's how good it is. That's how good he is. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating. So I've really been enjoying that. And uh, yeah, so a little, little bit of a, a little bit of what? It's been a good week. Things are going well. I am. Uh, I mentioned this on my uh, on the Patreon episode, but I'm now working at. Uh, uh, I have a shop now. What the fuck? What the fuck, Trevor? No, I have a. <laughs> I'm working for the man. No, I am at uh, Anytime Fitness now doing some personal training, which is cool. Um, just briefly, something I've thought of since I was like 18. And with music being on hold, um, the owners, I really like them. I really like the my, my, my friends who are working there as well. And so I was like, and they wanted me to work there. I was like, why not? Why would I pass? It'd be foolish of me to pass up this opportunity. And I was at my friend Kevin Chown's house last night. And he's, he congratulated me on the gig. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And, uh, he, you know, and I was just, there's something about, like, when, if as an entertainer, and, you know, I've done a million, I've had a bunch of different jobs throughout the years, just jobs here and there. And then my main focus has always been music. I would say my main focus still is music. It just doesn't really feel like it because there's no, because live shows are kind of weird still. Um, um, it feels like, like, oh man, almost like you're giving up, but that's not the way I'm trying to approach it. There's a part of my brain, and I think it's like the prideful part of like, you're better, you don't have, you don't need a job right now, just keep doing your music, man, and it's, and I'm like, well, I should probably be, you know, I can make some good money, and, but more than that, it's like, I actually would like to do this. And so I personally, I think one of the best lessons I learned last year was this idea that uh, to not get too attached to one version of your identity and to remember that you as an individual, me as an individual, were malleable. And so, you know, when I was younger, you know, if I was to have, if I had to say an intro to myself, I'd be like, you know, you know, American singer songwriter Trevor Olson. And now it's been like American singer songwriter producer podcaster Trevor Olson. And now, now it could be like American singer songwriter producer podcaster uh, personal trainer Trevor Olson. So I'm just trying to like in my own head. It's not like hi. I should start introducing myself to that. Introducing myself to people like that. Hi, I'm an American singer. Hi, hello. I'm American singer songwriter producer podcaster personal trainer Trevor Olson. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> um. So, but there's a part of my brain that's like, no, don't do it. But then there's a bigger part that's like, hey, 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 like drop the ego. What there's, this is the best opportunity you have right now. It's an opportunity uh, to grow as a person, to be, uh, to grow social skills, to grow personal trainer skills, obviously. Um, It's like a good opportunity. Take it. So I did. Uh, And I'm glad it's been great. I'm only three weeks in. Um. But it's it's gone really well. Uh, I've really enjoyed it, so that's good. So if you're looking for, I've had a lot of people message me over the years and be like, "What?" Like they're half, se- they're kind of serious. They're like, "You should be my personal trainer," and I'm like, "Ha ha ha ha! I'm writing music. What do you want me to do? No." But now, technically, I could do. I can be your personal trainer. So if you're interested, 
just start using this uh, podcast platform. Platform. I got fucking 50 of you out there listening sometimes. Thank you, by the way, um, to <laughs> to promote my my personal training. Uh, but no, if you if yeah, if you're in the area, you want to want me to put you through a workout, I can do that. We'll get you on the schedule. I haven't even per- really technically uh, started started until I think I'll be I'm I'm going to be taking over clients at the beginning of May, March, April, May. Yes, May. How do you get March and May mixed up in my brain? Because it's two MAs. All right, folks, we're at the end of the podcast. We're actually a couple minutes over. Actually, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Is this a 30-minute show or is it an hour show? I, I couldn't tell you. I do have to I have to continue to uh, do a script. I have to memorize a script. Um, only for if I have to do some some like qualifying sales stuff. So comes along maybe I'll keep talking. Comes along with the territory of of um you know, it's just like if you say you wanna be a singer. You can't just be a singer, or maybe it's not wise to just be a singer. You know, you have to be a businessman or a businesswoman, and you have to know the in in and outs of what's going on. You have to understand how the game works. You have to, I recommend having a good understanding of the business itself, of finances, of how to write, of how to perform, of how to, like, all these different things. So it's like when, when you become just a personal trainer, it's like, Yes, you'll be you are going to be a personal trainer, but also you have to know how to qualify people and you have to understand that, you know, that's oh, I lost the video. Are you shitting in my mouth? <laughs> what happened? What? Hold on. The video isn't even there. Are you are you kidding me? Well, that's a lovely, um, hmm, that's never happened. What the fuck? (laughs) Hold on, maybe it'll load up. If it's not, uh, yeah, wow, that's weird. Oh, no, it's there, okay, good, we're good, we're good. (laughs) Jeez. I thought the, uh, the video just shut off as you, as you're clearly now seeing, because you're probably just seeing the logo now in the video if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're just on Spotify, nothing's changed. But my, man, my, this happens every damn episode. I need to get a separate camera for, uh, for filming so that this shit doesn't happen. But anyway, it's, I was saying, it's like, you know, you, you become a personal trainer. Uh, yeah, it's not, you're not going to be just a personal trainer. It's like, you have to, you have to understand the business and again the sale aspect you know selling and stuff like that sales it's always good to have a background in sales but uh well i suppose with the with the video going up taking a taking a shit um i will i will i'll wrap this up so uh thanks as always for listening if you'd like to reach out to the show I'd love to hear from you the trevor olson show at gmail.com and then of course if you enjoy this podcast that comes out every wednesday uh for free on youtube on spotify it also comes out every week on saturday as well and so uh saturday on patreon exclusively so you can go to patreon.com slash trevor olson that's patreon.com slash trevor olson patreon.com slash trevor olson or just go to patreon type my name in t-r-e-v-o-r-o-h-l-s-e-n don't forget the h and you will stumble upon me and uh, you can sign up for as little as $500 a day. So it's very affordable. 
with a, the low price with a discount of one penny. So you can sign up for $499.99 per day. Uh, yes, go check it out. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Spend your hard-earned money on me. Uh, and we'll, uh, keep, we'll keep moving forward together. All right, friends. Keep doing your thing. Uh, thanks so much. As always, keep moving forward. And we'll see all of you on Saturday.